again. Yeah, nice I'm happy to meet you. To, thank you to, for having me. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I've been excited about uh, okay. talking to you and uh, and your new project. Everything that's going cool. on. Mm-hmm. Um. So, first of all, how do you how do you pronounce your name exactly? Well, you can say Tenin, but in Tenin. French we can everybody say Tinin. Tinin. Yeah, okay. and I have the South French accent, so it's Tinin. But I mean, you can say Tenin. But where did you where did you grow up? So I was born in the south of France in a city called Castres. Okay. Do you know Toulouse? Uh, yeah, I do. Not. I don't know the city, okay, so but I know the the name. Yeah. It's not far from Toulouse, so yeah. I grew mm-hmm. up in Castres, and then I came to Paris when I was twenty or mm-hmm. something, and then I'm here. I'm still in Paris. So what what made you move uh, to Paris? Just to go into the big city and stuff like that. Yeah, I wanted to change. Like you know, there isn't much to do in the south, so I just wanted to meet something else. And mm-hmm. uh, I was a student at the time, so I I wanted to to study in in Paris. Mm. No, yeah, it wasn't for the music because I met music then after. Really, in Paris. Mm-hmm. Because how long have you been doing it? I, I mean, uh, I wrote my first lyric, my first songs when I was a teenager. So I was still mm. in the South and I was addicted to hip hop music. So the mm. hip hop made me write my first lyrics. And, but it was only in secret. It wasn't public. I never wanted to, 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 to make it you know, public. And then when I arrived in Paris, I met with uh, someone who's now a friend mm-hmm. and he has a music magazine. And I okay. used to give interviews. So I interviewed bands like, for example, Young Fathers. I don't know if you know them. No, no, not aware. What, what? This is a UK band, alternative punk music. Mm. And yeah, I was like, no, I, I think I want to be on stage. I want to be interviewed. And right. I started to, to do it again, like to write and to publish my first songs. I sort of, I think, a bit, a bit of the opposite of me. I, yeah, I used why? to be... Why um, is that? We used to, I used to make music. Well, I used to be in bands all my life and uh, creating some, really? sort, some sort of music. And in the end, I mm-hmm. realized, you know, not, 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 not that it's too late, but I had my focus in other things. I was fascinated by uh, also media and just like mm-hmm. uh, learning the, and listening to other people's stories. And uh, then I recently got into management as well. And I thought, you know, I'd like to manage the bigger, the people that are more talented than I am. Okay. And, uh, you know, see, see it from the outside as they do their, their uh-huh. thing, you know. So but you don't miss the music, to make so, music. I actually recently bought a bunch of equipment to start producing. You know, and, mm, uh, you see. Uh, so you you always miss it. You're always in it. Yeah. Um, but as it in doing it professionally, back, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I've done some reunion uh, shows with the old bands and stuff. Uh, whenever mm-hmm. they're back in the country, because everyone lives everywhere somewhere else. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's. What kind uh, of music? I'm just curious. Oh, <laughs> uh, all kinds, all kinds. Oh yeah, it started. I think uh, way back in high school, we I used to do. Uh, so I grew up in the Middle East, um, and then I was really in the in the punk rock scene more as well. So okay. we, we were in a punk band, and then I played some uh, black metal. No, not black metal. Um, I played some Children of Bodom. You know them? It's like very heavy metal keyboard. Yeah, no. How do yeah. you say? Chil- you Children know? of Bodom. I think they're no, Finnish know. from Finland. So, you know, the Finland rock kind of, you mm-hmm. know. But I've always been listening to and being inspired by uh, hip hop. Yeah. And uh, for me, I've written raps just also as a hobby. You know, I've never ah. <laughs> really released anything. So, yeah. Okay, cool. But I'm really into okay, it. So. Interesting. <laughs> but what, what, what is it that fascinates you about uh, hip hop and hip hop culture, I guess, in general? Because you also seem to be in that uh, fashion wise as well, lifestyle wise. Yeah, this is really interesting because normally when you ask someone why they make hip-hop or why they love hip-hop, they have a track in mind. Like they love hip-hop because they've mm-hmm. heard of something, you know. Mm-hmm. And me, I don't really know. It it's came naturally. Like, you know, I think this is the energy, the mm-hmm. message, and this is something so strong that you you can't, you know, you go for it. Right? I think this is the energy and the message. And this is useful music at the same time. Uh, I I always felt connected to hip hop, but I don't know exactly why. I think this is only because 
it came like that, like naturally, you know. I don't really know why. This is the energy. I can't you explain. See, you see in your videos sometimes, like the the stuff you put on Instagram, where you're just vibing with the music and, and uh, yeah. going crazy, dancing around. Mm. You just feel it in, in your gut, I guess. And sometimes you want to yeah. listen to something that, you know, uh, has a has a message behind it or something that, uh, you know, maybe mm -hmm. hits you emotionally. And sometimes you just want to listen to the party music or just to feel good or up, uplift yourself, right? Yeah, That's correct. It's just, you know, I feel, I feel something. So <laughs> I yeah, feel yeah. something. Sometimes you can't describe uh, specifically what, but you feel mm -hmm. something. And this is why I think I love hip hop. And I always listen to hip hop music, maybe too much. I mean, so I've started mm -hmm. to try to listening to other, other kind of music, you know, not to stay like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. So what, yeah, what kind of something with it? How do you. What 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 uh, style of music sort of inspires your uh, your style the most? You think? This is a question. This is a very difficult question because mm -hmm. I think I'm consciously or and and consciously inspired by what I've been listening to since I'm on Earth. Like you know, my father mm -hmm. is from Senegal, for example. So okay. I've listened to a lot of African music when I was a child, mm -hmm. and then I became addicted to hip hop music. Uh, and then when I arrived in Paris and when I worked with the music magazine, uh, I discovered other kind of music like trip hop music or alternative music. Mm -hmm. And I think everything is going, it's dancing in my brain, you know, and mm -hmm. it's creating some kind of, I, I don't know if there is one specific style that inspired me most. But I think it's everything, right? Because you also just you have a very diverse uh, sound, I, I guess. When I when yeah, I listen, the, yeah, we yeah correct because yeah. when I create a song, I don't want to be like, okay, what kind of style am I going to bring on the table? I'm just trying to create a world, mm -hmm. a universe for a song. Like what what is the feeling that I want the people to to have, and not what what is the genre, you know? I yeah, yeah, yeah. I have these questions in my mind. So mm -hmm. this is why I can go to, from songs like Run, for example, which is alternative, trip hop, maybe, mm -hmm. to, to other kind of music, like We Stand Alone that I am about to release, which is more, uh, there is more rhythm, but you know, it's difficult for me to, to, to label mm -hmm. it. I prefer that, for example, you tell me what you hear in my yeah. music. Um, what I like about it is it's, uh, well, We Stand Alone is also very bassy. I'm very, you know, heavy on, heavy on the bass, very deep in the bass. And I like yeah. that it's sort of, it's a, it, it's a root of the song and it doesn't overpower the, 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 the lyrics maybe or the, you know, the, the vocals, I would say. And yeah, I'm, I'm very yeah. big on like big drops and, mm -hmm. you know, a bit of yeah, like shock value, you know? Yeah, yeah. But We Stand Alone was more a cry from the heart. Like I, I, have, I had something that I wanted to share or mm -hmm. to say. So, and this is the way it sounds because I had so many things that I wanted to, to mm -hmm. release, you know? And yeah, yeah. This is, this is, hmm. So what was the, uh, what, what did you... How did you come up with it? What, what was your creative process for that specific song? Uh, I mean, because we all have struggles and fights on a daily basis. Like, for example, I don't know, a disease or, mm. or, 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 you know, uh, something that bothers you. And I had so many stuff that I wanted to release. And um, I don't know, I heard the beats. This broken shadow is a friend of mine who mm -hmm. done the beats. So I heard it and this inspired me this kind of lyrical content and songs. Um, mm -hmm. I just wanted to, to release something. So. so this is like a, it's just pure emotion. Yeah. There's not much uh, thought emotion. behind it or a whole. Um... Yeah. I mean, I want everybody to, um, this is for everybody who can relate to this. Mm -hmm. with their own story you know so yeah. i don't want to 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 give my story because every i want everybody each each of us to be able to 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 
to think about their own yeah, to interpret their it. own story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And sort of uh, apply it to their to their own life. And I like yeah, that exactly. kind of music. Sometimes sometimes um sometimes artists don't need to explain their 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 mm-hmm. music, I think. I don't, I don't know if you feel the same. Um where especially when you're listening to foreign music. I notice when you don't yeah. speak the language, um mm-hmm. you just sort of assume what it's about. Mm-hmm. And then some, when when there's a music video, you you sometimes realize, oh, this is completely different than what I had in mind in terms of storyline, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And um mm-hmm. I like that. It, it keeps it creative. Um, yeah, you don't have to understand. Like it's, it's the energy. Once again, you speak about energy, you know, because even you don't have because you know, for example, band. Uh, the name is I Speak. I'm going to look the, it up. The band yeah. is from Russia. I and speak. Yeah, when I discovered the music, I I didn't understand the word. Wait, they sing in English too, but I mm-hmm. discovered the band with uh, Russian lyrics. And I didn't understand what they were saying, mm-hmm. but I knew there were mis- there is a message behind, you know. And yeah. you can, I mean, no matter the language, you can feel the energy and the message. You can still feel it. So you don't have to understand the words. Did you did you ever put the lyrics in uh, Google Translate or something? The lyrics from I Speak. No, no. But I did yeah. watch the the video clips, and then I understood it was against the government, you know. Mm. And I, yeah, just, I already knew it because of the energy once again. So, yeah, that's great. Did you uh, did you have any like what 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 lessons did you have? Did you have any music lessons back as a kid, or did you ever join any classes? Uh, yeah. Yes, I used to play the violin. Did you have strict was... teacher? Sorry. Did you have very strict uh, teachers? No, because no, no, I never had a very proper music, mm. you know, uh, background. Uh, formation i mean i i used to learn a lot and alone sorry mm-hmm. and i had a few lessons like that like some years here i used to have singing lessons in hamburg for example in germany mm-hmm. uh some here in paris but i never followed a very solid uh musical um, teaching you know mm-hmm. so i did a lot of stuff violin singing but then then uh, I, I've tried to, to learn so many things by my own. Yeah. Do you feel like you've discovered your sound, sort of? Your own unique sound that you're going to stick with? Well, you, you know, you have so many things to learn. Like, you, because when you do music, you discover yourself every day. Mm-hmm. This is very special. Like, so you just try to experiment. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Because when I started to do music, I, I made... Uh, electronics um, songs, you mm-hmm. know, was more. Ele- I did a lot of stuff, and this is the creative process that made me arrive to this kind of sound that I'm doing today, for example. Mm-hmm. But you never know. Maybe tomorrow I will, I will try to experiment something else. And I think this is, this is why I feel free to create. Mm-hmm. This is the freedom, you know. If you say, if you say, like for example, okay, my style is this, this, this is where your freedom stops as an mm. artist. I think, but then all depends on the people. But and you're in a box. Yeah, yeah. I think you know the music, and then you have to to, to bring things on the table, new things. So you have to experiment. It's not mm-hmm. this is why we make we make art. I mean, I think this is the definition of art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is uh, in the purest form. And there's a lot of people that oh, so okay. How do you balance the 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 artistic aspect uh, with the financial aspect, maybe of wanting to make money with the art? Because at what point do you become a sellout, so to say, you know, or do you? Yeah, of like... course not. Um, so you have to understand as an artist, like you don't do it for the money. I think this is. Mm-hmm. If you come into the industry and you're like, okay, I'm doing music because I want money. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a really tricky uh, thought because it's not like that at all. Mm-hmm. If I can make a living, if I can live with my music, like pay my rent, it's enough for me because mm-hmm. I just want to sing. And even if I can't make money with my music, I will do it anyway. So, mm-hmm. because eventually the, the money is something that's, comes maybe eventually because you know but 
this is not what comes first, I think. It's not like that, as you need to think. Mm-hmm. And do you think so if you really just uh, know you're good at something and keep creating that uh, the followers and the money will come naturally? Is it like, I think it's that simple if you have that mindset? I guess we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. What's your ambition? Like, how far do you like? What's your? Do you have any goals with it? Any specific things you're looking forward to reaching, like milestones? Of course, I have uh, some labels in mind that I would like to work with. Oh, so, so you would like sure. to be with the label, yeah? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I have a list of labels that I can, I think, would fit with what I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them are english or german labels so i would like to to have a team you know to work mm-hmm. with of course and i would like to be on tour on tour so i think we'll be able to go on stage again because of the pandemic situation and stuff yes i would like to be on tour i would like to have a team to work on you know and if i don't have a label it doesn't matter if i have a team and we we, we understand each other's so we have a connection we can do things as well uh, mm-hmm. as a team. You don't have to be in a label, I think. I would like to, but if I want, if I don't, I mean... If you don't, it doesn't affect you? Yeah, I just want to, you know, I mean, I want to... Anyway, I want to go on stage. I want to, to create more music. Uh, I don't want to stop, you know. I don't want mm-hmm. to... I think... Uh, I think... Uh, I think I want to do that. Like, that's, you know, it's... It's obvious that you know this is something I will never stop doing anyway, no matter what you know. And do you think you would be able to handle? Do you think there will be pressure coming if you join a label of like if they start demanding um, you to release certain albums at a certain time or a certain amount of albums within yes. a certain period of time? If that would affect your creativity, because look for I always have a belief for the artists that I work with. Um, a lot of their first projects would be fantastic because it's so, sometimes a compilation yeah. of work of the last 10 years or something or that they've been working mm-hmm. on for a very long time. And then you pick and choose the best, you perfect them, you know. But yeah. once there is a bit of, uh, of pressure, it's hard to follow up those projects. Um, do you think, how would you be able to deal with that? Do you have any tips I think, maybe? I think you need to get prepared because this is part of the game as well. But you, you really need to have strong convictions. So if someone, a label or someone proposes you to work on something, is it, is it you? Like, do you recognize yourself in that project? If yes, even if you have to balance or, you know, you have to go for it. But if, if it is not what you want to do and this is really... Uh, not you like you don't feel you fit in it you don't do it mm-hmm. you know so you, you need to i mean this is work then then if someone yeah. says okay we work on a on an album it's gonna sound like that then you, you speak with the people and you, you try to know if you can find the balance you know mm-hmm. and this is work this is how professional works you know mm-hmm. the professional worlds work like that so it's not Okay, I come, I sing whatever I want, Every, everything is cool. I think you no. need to get prepared of that, you know. Exactly. You to, to wear. And, but if it's completely different from what you want to show, you know, what you want to spread to the world, for example, as an artist, I think you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, your message, you, your, you have self, self-convictions, you have self-esteem, so you never betray who you are, you know, and you just just pay attention to to the direction of the project but then you speak you speak and you see if you can find the balance you know yeah and i think if people are working in it that really want to work in it and it's their hobby you shouldn't Mm. be complaining because you'd rather the struggle is everywhere and every job has this high pressure struggles at some point that you're going to be angry and are you not going to agree with something it's work you know Mm -hmm. it's better to have it in a job that you really want like this rather than mm. doing it as, as an accountant and it's yeah. important i think that we should always remind ourselves and our creators should remind themselves about that you know yeah that um yeah because there is a difference you you say hobby i think there is a difference be- between hobby you know mm-hmm. and professional world it's not the same yeah. right? you need to understand that before 
if you really want to, 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 to make music as a job, you need to understand it's not a hobby anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's not, not gonna party, you're not gonna, it's, it's work and it's only work, you know, you need to, yeah, mm -hmm. you need to be aware. I mean, you know, otherwise you're gonna make bad choices. And it's a tougher business than, than usual. Uh, the security isn't there. Um, it's, mm -hmm. you're dealing with sharks all the time, yeah. you know. Um, no, you need to you, you need to know your subject. Like you need to know everything, the contracts, how it works. Because otherwise, we saw it in the music industry. We, you have a lot of problems. This is normal. Mm -hmm. And now we have the possibility to be aware of that. We have a lot of information. Mm -hmm. A lot of artists now are speaking out. So we have the we can we can get educated. You know, we we can have information and you have to pay attention uh, once again it's not easy of course <laughs> this is a tough like i think we can't imagine exactly how it's like to be on huge levels but you need to, to be aware and to it's true to get informed you know yeah this is one of the goals uh, i'm trying to make um and we're, that we're trying to do as a you know with the, with this page and with the, the podcast as well as sort of educate uh, all kinds of yeah. creatives. It's not just um, musicians and artists and athletes and everyone. Yeah, um, so just... I saw last time I saw a video about uh, a guy, an athlete. Yeah, he's uh, Markel. Markel's. Uh, yeah. He's. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, that episode is also going to come out at some point. Um, he's uh, the head of the the combat sports department at CAA. So he okay. deal. He's he manages uh, athletes, uh, UFC fighters, and uh, yeah, and he also mm -hmm. has his own businesses. Yeah, um, I think it was very interesting. Yeah, like there's a lot of kind good. Of person uh, mm. Yeah, I, I, that, that's why I'd like to get some diversity on it because it's all about the people that are uh, making it happen by themselves or doing something creative or out of the norm jobs mm. that require you to be, be very independent, such as being a musician and um, you know something you're doing is uh, you know trying to build a build a career out of the thing you love to do, um, mm. and mm -hmm. how to learning how to deal with the pitfalls of it. And the struggles and just pushing through because a lot of people might give up at some point. Um, yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. And a what lot. I think this is the difference with, you know, the people we see as stars, for example, this is just people who never gave up no matter what. And mm -hmm. we only know a few of what they've been through, I think. Yeah. But, you know, this, this is not made for everybody, I think, you know. Exactly. Um there is the because the, you know there's a, the concept of the one hit not the one hit wonder the overnight success yeah, yeah. Mm -mm. it's not yeah people think it seems easy the people came out of nowhere or the person blew up out of nowhere oh he got so lucky because that song was great and it got picked up by media no they do not see the 17 years before that where they struggled and ate shit yeah to maybe get, even more yeah maybe you know more yeah i think uh who was uh What's his name? Brian Cranston, the actor who played Walter White in uh, Breaking Bad as well. Always love that example. He, uh, I think he was in his 40s. Or he was like 40 years old when he got, uh, became, yeah. went in Malcolm in the Middle. And he was waiting tables mm -hmm. at 40 years old. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And now he's one of the most recognizable faces. You know. You see. People don't. You see. You know, it's not yeah, a Yeah, because they just thing. see. Of course, they see the result. So mm -hmm. they see the result. They just see, okay, this one is a star. He's... He's doing music, he's doing blah, blah, blah. He's touring. He's, they only see the results, so... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's well. mostly for the people who've been around for a long time. Because uh, there are one-hit wonders that, you know, you, you just appear. You did uh, get that uh, luck, lucky uh, break, but you don't follow up. It, there's no longevity in it. Or sometimes it's just yeah. like a gimmick. Um, mm. It's about... Let's say... Okay, let's say hypothetically, you just one of your songs is gonna blow up, and you're gonna have twenty million streams, right? Uh -huh. Immediately, it's gonna be picked up by all media. Um, mm. What's the first thing you would do? How, how are you gonna carry that on into uh, building it into something that has longevity? How so will you last? All, I think I think you need to. I mean, you need to have visions, even mm. when it's not there. For example, now I'm not at that point. For example, I'm not you know. Uh, I'm not at that point, but I'm, I'm already prepared just in case I am in that point. Mm -hmm. So I know what I want to do next. Because if you don't prepare yourself and this is happening, 
then you will be completely lost because there is a chance for, for it to happen if you work. Mm -hmm. So maybe you won't do it, but maybe you will. So if you do, if you, if you get famous and your music is working out and you're not prepared, this is, this, it means you messed up the vision and you messed up your work, you know? Yeah, and you'll never forgive yourself. And then yeah, it's too it's, late. You need to be ready. You need to be ready, whatever happens. Lifetime. What would you do? Well, what I, are you? Uh, what's your plan for it? Like when it happens? I think I would already have a plan. Mm -hmm. So, so I would I would take it. I think for an opportunity to release an album, to release another song, and I would have prepared what and with whom, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you mean with the money, or you mean? No, um, no in terms of uh, fan base, you know, building the fan base and carrying on uh, momentum, maybe. How you keep the momentum going? Well, I mean, by releasing more songs and mm -hmm. you release more songs, you connect more with the people. Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you know, you try to, to, you know, like you ask for me. So here I am. I'm releasing more songs. I want you to have more of me. I want you to have. Uh, just keep be, putting yeah, yourself out there, doing interviews, media, any opportunity, just working your ass off, you know? Yeah, yeah, and I work like even more than mm. when I was not famous, you know? I yeah, work yeah, even yeah. more, even more. Yeah, because actually, like, on the grand scheme of things, and if you look at your whole life, it would be a very short period of just working really hard and mm. basically denying yourself of, uh, you know, other pleasures, whatever. Mm. To to really build yourself up for the rest of your set yourself up for the rest of your life, um, yes. but a lot of people aren't willing to do that, and it's disappointing because they think this is a hobby only, maybe, mm -hmm. and that's fine. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, you can yeah, have yeah. hobbies; it's not a problem. But I mean, and sometimes you know they think once it's it's done, you're famous, you sell you sell a lot of records. They think it's you know oh he made it. It's not, but no, it's the it's the beginning of even more work, even more pressure, even mm -hmm. more less. Uh, uh, I mean, being tired, always working because you never, you can't fail. No, you can't be, go back to 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 the past. You know, you just mm -hmm. want it to go on and to to rise. So you have to work. And you never stop. And then there's a next level of competition that you're in because now you're competing with the absolute best of all time, you know, mm. <laughs> and people forget about you real quick. Yeah, like if you, yeah, yeah if huh? you don't release for half a year or whatever, let's say, mm. it's, you know, people are going to drop off and other people are going to be on top of you and your fans are going to move to them, you know, at some yeah. point. Of course, there's always going to be that one loyal yeah. fan base that stays, but it, mm. that's it. Like the, the industry doesn't care, I think. Yeah, you. That's right. You need to have a plan for the fans. You need to have a plan for, for everything. I you know and. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I'm. I'm here. I, I know the video was. Uh, I, were... I saw the video was uh, spacing out, but I have. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm still here. A lot of, there are a lot of artists like they release songs every week. Sometimes they even release songs every day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I saw. But then you have you have to 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 create your own path as well. You don't have to do like copy paste, you know. If yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. The song each month, that's fine. Uh, everyone has its own way, so mm -hmm. you need to to figure out your direction as well. I wonder, because um, everybody has these little slumps of creativity where you just like don't feel creative at all, and you feel, oh, why isn't it coming to me? And you know. Uh, how do you, do you, have you figured out what it is that um, helps you get back to a creative point or what inspires you to rediscover yourself? Yeah, I, it happens all the, all the time, but um, my, I think we, we need to be able to create even if we don't feel creative. Even like sometimes because I used to to write lyrics only when, for example, I felt I had 
an inspiration. So, okay, I'm an inspiration, so I write. But sometimes you need to stock all the inspiration in your brain. And one day you're not creative enough, like you can still work because you need to be able to work and to write even if you don't have a new inspiration at the moment. Mm. You know what I mean? So even if it uh, even if it's not good, you just need to keep writing and stuff and then suddenly I the think, good yeah. stuff comes? Yeah, yeah. You, you don't release mm. it or you publish it and then you delete it anyway, but you still need to continue working on you know yeah. you you can't stop just because you don't have an inspiration. Because for I mean me, I want to be able to write even if I'm not inspired, for example. Mm -hmm. I really need it because then it's like I okay I can't work I can't write some anything so I just drop it you know I don't want to be like that and I, I write then I the day after I I I just read my lyrics and I'm like okay oh, yeah, it's not good but all right it doesn't matter so I will but as long as you keep working out again. your brain it's like exercising your brain to keep yes. to keep used to it and yeah yeah it's the same and with sports you can find tips you can find tips to write when you're not inspired for example yeah. Yeah, yeah, and maybe sometimes do you ever pick up things that you thought were bad, and then you look at them and you say, "Oh, there's good things in here." Let me take this. Oh, yeah. Always, always. Sometimes you mm. you you go back to something that you wrote in 2011, for example. Mm -hmm. I don't know, and you you can be like, oh, "Wow, that's interesting." Yeah, and then you write it again. So. Mm. Has that happened to you recently where you released something that you found from the past and then... Oui, oui, oui. Yeah, yeah I'm starting speaking French. French. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so run, for example. Run. Run was a very old project? Yeah, yeah, 2016 and then mm. 17. So actually I released a lot of songs, then I deleted, you know, I deleted them. It's oh. normal, you know, sometimes it happens. Just part and, of the process. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But do, yeah. do you also uh, inspire yourself with uh, other forms of art or do you ever watch a show or something or a movie and then get a musical inspiration out of it? Yeah, I'm not really into movies. I don't know why. Hmm. Um, I thought you'd be very into movies. I don't know why. Yeah, no. Yeah. No, no I'm into TV shows, but because of hmm. the, the, the quarantine days, of course, uh, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I think this is TV shows are really awesome to find new music. Thanks yeah, yeah. to Shazam, it's excellent. Like you, have, you can find all of the music you want thanks to TV shows. But anyway, to be back on the subject, um, dance. I love dance. Like my, I have a twin sister. She's a dancer, mm. and one of my dream is to be a dancer, which I never be. I think I will never be a dancer. But I think I it's too late. Yeah, I'm getting yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Dance and uh, painting, maybe, but mm. yeah, but not necessarily yeah, TV it. shows. Uh... Okay, okay. Yeah, more dance, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, did you? So you mentioned quarantine. Mm. How has that been for you, and also professionally and creatively? Yeah, I know. I was supposed to go to London to record stuff with, with artists there, so I couldn't mm. go there. And also, I had a few live shows in Bruxelles, in Belgium. Mm -hmm. So this has been cancelled, of course. All of it. So I just bought a new mic, microphone, and I recorded a few songs. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on my EP. So I want to release an EP for for September, I think, for fall 2020. And I just recorded a few songs. I wrote a lot. And yes, and it was not very, I mean, I'm used to it, like, because when you write and you, you, you want to release songs, you are very often in your inside, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't something very unique for me. Because before that, were you doing uh, anything else? Uh that uh, got interrupted by quarantine is there other uh, things you're doing or is it purely the music uh let me think music sports <laughs> <laughs> no because what i'm asking is that if uh because of quarantine you suddenly had a whole lot of extra time just to only focus on on one thing and sort of discover new directions that you can go with your music or network or ah yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I figure out for my EP, for example, I 
I thought that it would be interesting to focus on a few songs that I already wrote or that mm -hmm. I write. And yes, yeah, yes. Have you networked with other artists as well? Sorry? Did you network with other artists or reach out to other people that you want to work with? Yeah, yeah, as mm -hmm. well. Um, How's that going? Um, so there is one UK artist that I want to, to work with on a song. Um, and there are other artists for We Stand Alone, for example, I found producers that they, they will make remix of We Stand Alone. Mm -hmm. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, a few, a few artists like that where we connected. Yes. Okay. And you sort of feel like you fueled yourself for the for when this is over. Mm hmm. You, and you feel like you fueled yourself, like you are reloaded for when this is all over, and now you're gonna have a sort of big one, one huge release. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I have no, I have, I'm organized, you know, I've organized a lot of stuff. So you don't so think of it I as know... a negative thing? It was all about the, the lockdown. Because the, like, even personally, did it help you realize some things uh, personally as well and mentally or? You know, not, I mean... I've always been a um, lonely person. I mean, by choice. Mm, like yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, by choice. So, yeah, yeah. So it has. It wasn't a change, a big change for me. Like, no, mm. um, it was difficult because we can't see the family and everything. But mm. and no performing. No, but aside I, from I that, I was even more connected to that. I mean, okay, I know. I already know this kind of situation, but now. I'm not. I'm not struggling in it. So I felt like I was in peace. I had, you know, it was. So it was great. Yeah, it was <laughs> like... fine. It was awesome. fine. What about you? No, for me, uh, yeah, it's. Uh... So when when it first started, it was tough. Because mm. you first think uh, there's all these projects that are canceled. Uh, the artists can't yeah. perform. Um, our video, you know, we do video production. That's all canceled. Uh, so it was really bad at first, but it really shifted my mindset. Uh, yeah. It really did, and you become really creative with ways to keep it running and start promoting. So the the, the Instagram page has been very important. Mm. Um, we found a way to, you know, I just thought, let's promote new artists, let's find new artists as well, just keep promoting them, keep keep everything busy, and uh, like that, it's great to to network. Um, and then let's do the podcast like this because we started. We had one episode recorded in the studio, and um, so this is new. I mean, this project that you have and in the interview uh, idea is new. Like yeah, so we were we we had other podcasts before. Uh, one of them, Three Angry Men, that you can check out is uh, they also went uh, separately, so uh, in the, independently. So I was a part of that, mm. um, and uh, then there was this project, and this is a new project that. Uh, I thought, okay, right when we started, uh, the pandemic happens. So let's uh. do it like this. And it's cool mm -hmm. because I'm going to keep it like this for a while. And when yeah. we get the opportunity to interview artists here that, that fly in, uh, or people, concept. yeah, you know, um, we can do them in the studio. We can do it in different locations. But, you know, uh, otherwise we can just talk to people all over the world, such as yourself. Mm. So... Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, yeah. And I had a lot of revelations. I mean, that's what... Uh, mentally, you just have time to think. I thought everything else is on pause. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody else has yeah. isn't going to the office. Yeah. You know, so everyone is equal now, <laughs> you know, in terms mm -hmm. of uh, yeah, work. Yeah, so, we stand alone, but all together, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's the thing. So, uh, and I really met interesting people. I think mm. everybody realizes that uh, it's not weird to reach out to others on uh, Instagram or social media anymore. Yeah. Like people are more open to it now. They think, oh, it's not, it's not that scary. Because I know mm. a lot of people were hesitant on saying, like, how do you do it? Because I'm always reaching, <laughs> reaching out to people and other people find it strange to reach out to people randomly. But, you know. Uh, to make interviews, or you mean like when you reach out to people, they like, okay, who are you? They 
Yeah, it dep- so it's always with an intent of uh, either just linking up for uh, business or for mm. the podcast or, or for my artists um, or working with artists and stuff. But even people in music, I remember a friend of mine, but he's he's um, he's used to this. Like he He's a composer. He's a film score composer. Brilliant guy. Mm. Um, and he found someone on SoundCloud and he loved their work and he wanted to work with them. So he just reached out. And the guy he reached out to is Dutch. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, oh, I'm actually so surprised. People don't usually uh, just message random people on uh, on, on SoundCloud or somewhere. And he's like, really? Yeah. Like, this is something I've been doing all my life, <laughs> like, you know? But he's like, yeah, cool. Okay, let's go have a coffee, you know? So some people do find it strange, though. Mm-hmm. I think now people, mo- yeah. others don't. Mm. Yeah. Quite, quite, yeah. Positive mm-hmm. stuff. Mm. Yeah. But anyway... How do you incorporate social media? What do you think of social media, actually? And how do you incorporate it in your daily life and for your career? Yeah, actually, I don't have... A, I'm, I use it for the music, you know? So mm-hmm. I think it's interesting, of course, if you, have, if you do music and you do art, uh, you want to share something with, with, um, with everybody, you know? But for me, this is the end of it. I, I mean, this is where it stops. Like, I think sometimes... You don't have to mix your personal life and your private life with, yeah. with your work. And it's because I think this is social media. This is not private media. So mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I want to, when I go on Instagram, when you see selfies and stuff, I'm not interested. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, you know, I'm not interested to see what the people eat or what they their their house are done. This is not interesting. This is not helping the world, you know. Mm. This is useless. I don't know what's the point. But anyway, everybody I think this is a way for them to express themselves too. Yeah. For example, you have media you have a media, I have music, someone will have dance and sometimes the people they, they just mm. want to es- speak, you know, so they share their yeah. daily life. So why not? But I'm me I'm not interested in that. So when I go on Instagram, I just it's just to um, to see the updates or news or um, my favorite artists, you know, uh, new music or something inspiring. Otherwise, mm. otherwise I don't, you know. <clears throat> but you do seem on br- on brand, like your um, Instagram. Um, it's very consistent, mm. and it's very it's like consciously you're consciously making it look a certain way. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're big on like how important is is branding to you outside of the music. So how does your uh your ah. your image sort of correlate with your music? Ah, it's interesting what you say because I don't know. Sometimes you know, when you I don't know how it it looks from the outside. So this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, to have feedbacks about it. Um, as I say, because when I have when I want to release a song, for example, or music, I just want to to share. A, a world like a universe around the song, so I would I will make my my Instagram you know very um, with the same kind of colors, for example, the same mm. kind of mood, just because I want to say something behind it, you know, or maybe because this is this is linked to the song that I'm about to release. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if I plan to release a song, of course my 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 Instagram or my social media they're gonna change. They're gonna they're gonna create something more. Um, mm. um, how can I say that? Um, mean, homogi- homogen- yeah, homo- homogeneous or something. Homogenous. Yeah, homogeneous. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, do you think so? There's gonna be a the next several posts will all be linked to the so the aesthetic might change. Relating to the song that you're about to release. Mm, yeah, this is often like. So maybe that, in yeah. a few months the color scheme changes, and nice. Okay, so it's like seasons. We, yes, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, we stand alone. I started to change. I mean, to to publish uh, mm-hmm. some kinds of pictures. Then I stopped because of what is going on right now. I was supposed to release "We Stand Alone" yesterday. Yes, actually, but True. then I think this is a time where this is very interesting what is happening because. The people they share a lot of things, they share a lot, of, lot of information. So I was not into releasing the song right now. Yeah, I was more like I need to 
let's focus on what is going on try to understand you want yeah you didn't want the to interrupt the information Are you yeah saying? i mean yeah but the, the yeah, songs resonate with the, the situation as well yeah that's yeah. what i was gonna ask because it, it really does yeah so i will i will publish it like maybe it's a matter of time maybe tonight maybe tomorrow i don't know but for example yesterday i choose the day where we had the blackout it's uh yeah it was it would have been an unfortunate day too you should, yeah it's good it's a, it's good you didn't release yeah but it's also a reason uh, it's it's good we didn't do this interview we were supposed to do yesterday mm-hmm. as well so um you know no, i found a lot of people a very interesting moment so let's know we need to mm-hmm. is... how is it in in uh in france uh are there a lot of protests in france yeah we had one yesterday but i don't have tv so i don't follow okay. things you know i don't have TV. oh i'm i'm getting most of my information from from instagram and twitter which is which is interesting mm-hmm. i always go back there because uh sorry continue no 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 i'm saying i'm always going to them do you still hear me well or is my yes. video yeah, yeah. was breaking up a bit okay i always go back there because uh, i don't like um when the media has an agenda or there's always mm. someone they're trying to paint a certain narrative i want to see the videos of the people that the people are uploading that are there and what they're saying okay. and communicating yeah. about yeah anyway <laughs> yeah yeah yes but even sometimes even the people you know you never show sure but mm-hmm. yes in france we have we, we yes we had yesterday one protest because we had the same kind of situation unfortunately they have um, riots as well yeah mm. because yeah, yeah. here here it's been mostly peaceful it's peaceful protest where here in amsterdam it's been a peaceful protests and uh so there's riots there okay yeah in, in uh, did you see riots in france yeah like it... recently oh i thought that's what you were saying that there were also riots i know i i, I didn't follow i need to i need to check yes mm-hmm. i'm not sure i need to check mm-hmm. what's happened what happens yeah but um, but i've never seen such a it's great because uh, well i have never seen um an international response this big since uh, an incident like this happened yeah. it does feel yeah. like and you you never know like you always have to wait it out but that this could actually move us forward a little bit more than any other yeah. event did mm. and uh, people aren't afraid to to speak out and yeah so the rioting yeah. itself what do you think of the rioting itself so you can't be you, you can't you, you can't be for violence and riot is not you know it's not what you what we want because i think mm-hmm. it's if there is a positive movement and you do a negative uh, and you behave you do a riot for example it's it's not good for the protest mm-hmm. but uh what can i say like people get black people get shot in the streets you know yeah so it's inevitable so, that this would happen at some point. Yeah. I mean, I'm also uh, going to say, I wanted to say this because um, it may be a bit of a controversial thing, mm. but I want to say this. Um, I think it's just, it had to happen, the riot, because it's just a natural consequence of neglect. If mm. you, after so many, it's been handled peacefully a lot of times, just way too many times. Yeah. At some point, yeah. I think something's going to break. And this yeah. is going to send the message. And if anything, not even for the humanistic aspect, the next time a black person gets killed mm-hmm. by a cop, uh, the, at least they're going to think twice, not just from the humanistic aspect, just because they're afraid that this is going to happen again. Yes. All the consequences. Yeah. This is a very, you know, could you imagine that we talk about it, that we, we are in 20, you know, like... Yeah. <laughs> 2020, like, what the... F- I mean, it's... it's I don't, I don't know what to say because you know it's i don't know the the response the answer to this kind of stuff like the violence is it necessarily i mean could you could we relate this to a war you know for example because oh you get shot in the street you know what i mean so and then you're yeah. gonna say quietly oh no please don't no it's, you can't you can't do that anymore i think this is something maybe you, other kind of organization will rise to because mm-hmm. we used to have uh, people like you know Malcolm X and everybody mm-hmm. uh, Luther King so many people that we don't have now there isn't any leader you know against yeah, yeah. so there is a that's kind true. of war 
and we don't have anybody. We have a lot mm. of people, you know? There's like fragmented, there needs to be someone who steps up and sort of collects people's thoughts and represents them, maybe. Organization, and then you still have the same issues, but no leader, like mm. nothing. So I can't wait to see how that's going to go. And you have a lunatic in the office there, so it's, it's not going get, to get easy with that. Mm. Yeah, this coming. I mean, this is very. Oh yeah. Let's see how it's gonna go. But for the moment, you know, it's, it's perfect. Like the people to share information and education. You know, yeah, even it's a if very... you know, we need to do that. It's not normal. Like normally, you have a mm-hmm. anyway. You but yes. I think people have just realized that um, in some way they're not dealing with humans anymore when it comes to. Um, the police and the government and such it's like you cannot handle that peacefully because once you do it peacefully they think okay let, let them have their word and then we'll you know we'll go back and whenever everything is eased up but now it's like yep you have to fight them with force to really prove your point um yeah this because is why i think this is a moment that the people need to think mm-hmm. how the best, you know, for the best, you know, to to, to fight this kind of stuff, you know. And but look at this. I mean, like, we live, we're living through 2020. 2020 is a year that nobody's ever going to forget. First of all, the yeah, pandemic, and then now mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. is a significant moment in history. I hope it's going to mm-hmm. become a significant moment in history. Yeah, but it happens all the time. You already had, you know, big riots and specific moments mm-hmm. in the history, and then see, we're still at the same point, you know. Yeah, yeah. So there is something deeper. Yeah, it's gonna take a lot more than that. Yeah, and also, did you see Quincy, the doc- Netflix doc- documentary? No, no, not yet. So he talked. It's just very interesting because he was interviewed, and he said. So back in in the fifties, for example, it was very like you couldn't go on in the streets. Uh, it's dangerous. But anyway, everything that we know, okay, because of the the repression. Mm-hmm. And this is very interesting because he talked about the fifties, which is exactly the same situation of the same current situation. Mm-hmm. So history repeats itself. And... Spoke, yeah, he spoke about something like in the 40s, 50s, and this is exactly the same situation. So this is where you, you, you understand there is a deeper point that needs to be fixed. It's a, because and... it's a generational thing too. Um, I think ah, we, also we... older generations haven't, uh, have failed in sort of conveying the right message or even the ones that have realize their mistakes aren't uh teaching their kids what it mm-hmm. like yeah you can talk about it and you can you can tell the stories about it but you don't know the deep root of the problem i think is, and that's the problem this is huge this is a... mm-hmm. but that's why i hope that everyone who has posted and everyone who's posted solidarity or posted information or anything yesterday will remember it and you know, bring that to their children as well. Mm. So that for once, finally, it doesn't repeat itself again. Yeah. You know, it starts to be, you know, it's so tiring that we are, okay, when it's going to end, it's so... It's crazy to think about. We hope so, like, yes, we need to work for that, but yeah. And the arts, artists have to keep putting out uh, work about this. Mm. Just keep, yes, you know. as well. Anyway, yeah, yesterday when I saw the black square, this is yes, I posted it as well. Mm-hmm. But then I went when I went to Instagram and saw so many black squares, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, no, it was weird for me. So then I deleted the black square because I think it's a good, very good intent uh, action. But then at the same time, and I wanted to to. To check the news and i only i only saw black squares you know so it mm. felt a kind of weird so I was like, no, yeah I that's why i want to see you know i want to see information um that's why the yeah true there's a lot of people that were hashtagging uh, black lives matter in the b- black square and they were saying don't <clears throat> don't do that because it blocks the other information oh like yeah. there's a separate yeah. hashtag for uh, yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 organization you know and then some people, you see them post it, 
And then two hours later, they post something else like about their life. Just ah, I'm hanging out here yeah. on the beach. You know, <laughs> like it's that's mm. not the point. You know, get the point. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but let's. Yeah, I mean, I would keep something positive. Is like they wanted to support, so they did yeah. it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I was. I think it was a good intention for them to do that. But mm-hmm. it's then it's. Yeah, that's why I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a very deep subject, so. <laughs> Yeah, let me uh, end this uh, with a couple of quick fire questions. Mm. I have a. Do you have a song that? What what song do you uh, that was ever made, in history? Do you wish that you wrote? Wow. Oh. <gasps> hmm. I wouldn't dare to answer that question. Like I think it's. <laughs> There isn't one that pops in mind, even recently. Ah, uh, yeah, when uh, I love Chronics, like you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know the guy, and he had a lot of you know songs that, yeah, maybe I can give this example. I don't have a specific song because it's too difficult to to pick one. Yeah, it's very difficult. Um, or a hip hop song from the nineties. A good old classic. That I wish I wrote. Oh. Hmm. oh, you got me, man. I can't answer that question. I... What about any? Do you have any guilty pleasures that you're listening to or watching? <laughs> oh, you yeah, don't have a TV, true. But but you have the internet. Nah. I don't have TV. Guilty pleasure uh, in music, or in music. So I listen to a lot of hip hop, but also rap punk songs. The very violent rap punk songs. Like I, I love uh-huh. it so much. I don't okay, know. Okay. And and my friend always tell me, no, you need to stop. You need to. I mean, not to stop. You need to change and listen more stuff because I have my, I have my days. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm changing my habits, but I used to listen to a lot of rap punk songs and out loud. And then when I have, you know, I have the ears. But then, you know, I was, once again, it's because the energy, I don't know what happened, but once I, I discovered rap punk like, thanks to horror. Do you know the band? The yeah, band? yeah, yeah. I'm aware. The band. I and wouldn't I be able to, to name your songs, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I went to, to see them on, uh, on the live show in Paris. That must have yeah. been wild. You saw them on the uh, on on the live show. No, but I can imagine <laughs> they're wild. This, is, this was like I don't know. It was a, a revelation for me. I, I don't know what happened, but <laughs> that's great. I think you but need to no, be very. I, I did the pogo. Yeah. You know the pogo. The Maybe pogo. I don't, I don't say it right. And it was one of the most interesting things that I've done, that I had done in so many years. I released so much tension and so so many stuff. Like I did, poke, I didn't expect that. I was on the floor. I didn't care. <laughs> My everything was up When and the music down, just dictated your whole body, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, they did something right to me. That's good. Maybe but you yeah. can incorporate them in your next work as well. Yeah. And <laughs> create that uh, type of beat. Yeah, cool. I'm talking to the guy who is doing this kind of sounds. Really? Oh, and... you are? Huh? You are? Yes, but this is a um, US punk mm-hmm. rap artist. And I don't know, I don't want to say it now because <laughs> it's got to be sure, you know, once things yeah, yeah, are yeah. not released, you know. No, you don't But know. yeah, 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 I definitely want to because yeah, yeah, this is, it's got the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm trying to work on that too. And this is very challenging for me because I'm trying to find a way to 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 have a vocal line mm-hmm. on rap punk instrumental. Oof. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very interesting. I love it. I love it. This is challenging. This is very difficult, but I really love it. I... But it's awesome because that's a challenge that once you you know get it, you're really proud to put it out and do everything yeah. you need to promote it. And then other people might follow you because you pioneered something. Mm-hmm. You're like but a pioneer. That's mm-hmm. interesting. And yeah. Yeah, I love it when people mix uh, different uh, 
cultural music with all kinds of styles and, and nowadays it's just there's no limits yeah because people are more accepting of it mm-hmm. and it, yeah that's right awesome hey thanks for coming on um yeah thank you very much anything else you'd want to promote still or no so i'm still on we stand alone and so i would see when i post it and mm-hmm. but at the moment you know i'm still i'm working on an ep and see how everything goes uh thank you very much for having nice. me once again yeah i appreciate you I like coming what on. you're doing this is very interesting to have Thanks. different kind of guests like for example the athlete that i forgot mm-hmm. the name sorry markel uh, very yeah interesting. yeah and i hope that you continue to to share uh videos like that and yes i was very happy to thanks appreciate it appreciate it now you're a part of it uh and yeah it was great um we're gonna put we'll post uh, a clip of we stand alone if you want um yeah for promotional purposes and to help Mm. you out uh and uh yeah thanks for being a part of it good luck thank you very much